can't believe you sat him. Day one or two, it's that time of week again. Bernard and Lick are here to recap week five. It was a crazy week moving around those games due to COVID. That combined with the short bench uh, came up with some pretty interesting situations this week. Uh, there was certainly a lot to speak about. Um, but first, of course, we got to crack a beer and give a little shout out to Big Joe Smoke Show, our uh, podcast sponsor. Uh, hang around that man for a while. You just might get the meat sweats, but uh, might get a little, might get to talk to the man himself at some point. I don't know. How's everything going over there for you, Lick? You know, it's good. It's feeling weird that it's not Wednesday. Uh, it's Thursday. No football on. Kind of sucks. I guess we can watch the Braves game. Uh, but I'm doing well. Can't complain. Ready for Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Ready for Friday. Ready for um, ready for some uh, football games, honestly. They, they should be starting pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this week, short week. I'm ready to watch, uh, ready to watch State on Saturday. Hopefully we can get the win against Duke, and then, then it'll be time for the big boys to show up. The big boys. State's on a little bit of a tear. We're looking good, and we finally have a home game, which is weird. We think we've had three road games in a row. It'll be nice to see how we play over there uh, in Raleigh. And I think there's fans, going to be fans at that game too, which will be cool. Interesting. That'll be good. Get some roars from the crowd. That's right. Well, let's jump in here to some recaps this week. Uh, our first recap of the week, Rector versus Gay Price. Uh, one of the two very close finals of the week here. Uh, Gay Price barely squeaking out this win, 112.58 to 111.14. Yeah, Nicholson barely comes away with a win. Um, Murray and Wilson continue to get it done for him, uh, looking really good. Uh, been able to run, and they're letting Russ cook in Seattle, which is pretty sweet to see. He's really fun to watch, as much as I hate to say it. Um, Josh Kelly with a big dud for Nicholson. Um, he could have taken over that backfield with a good game, and he really did nothing. Um, I don't, don't know what his future will hold, but it's not looking too good for him. Um, and I had in my notes here, you know, Le'Veon didn't have a team until about – 10 minutes ago, I guess he signed for the Chiefs. Uh, it'll be a short week for him. I don't know if he can get prepared if he's passed his COVID test. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, we'll see how that goes for Nicholson. Um, and then Rector, uh, just more bad luck with running backs. Cook was playing. He was playing well, and he got hurt. Um, hopefully it's not too serious for him. Uh, it looks like they might keep him out this week. And then they, I think they have a bye the week after um, to keep, so he could – Potentially have a little bit of time to heal and get back to full health. Uh, Malcolm Brown for him didn't didn't do anything. Two point nine points. It's kind of scary that Rams backfield. You never know what you're going to get from week to week. And that actually, this game will put Rector on a three game losing streak. Something you don't really see much from a previous champion. Yeah, he's on quite the free fall there. Um, hopefully, he can turn that around uh, for his sake at least. That's right. Second matchup of the week here, uh, Dennis and Nate. Dennis started a full lineup this week, uh, and he really shut off what he's capable of whenever he does pull a full lineup out there on the field. Uh, he won 125.7 to 115.18. Yeah, his, and it was his first win of the season. He should have had two more probably, uh, but this is a, his first official one. Um, his, team's, his team looked pretty good. Um, he had six guys go over their exceeded projections. 
or they had he had six guys go over the projections coming into the week. Uh, Johnu Smith looks good. Uh, big game from Preston Williams, kind of random, but um, you know they stepped up when Dennis needed, and I'm sure he was appreciating that. On the other side, uh, for Nate, I mean we all know we all saw the injury to Dak Prescott. Sad stuff. Um, that could be a big issue down the road. We did see Nate already go and get their backup, Dalton. So he's hopefully he's found somewhat of a decent replacement. Um, Keenan Allen got hurt for Nate as well, uh, which is not so good. Um, Diggs played well, but we all know that Nate just traded him. So that would be interesting to see how the team gels. Uh, another thing with this, Nate had some big points on the bench. If he had maybe started – I don't know. Any of these Montgomery or Edmonds in there potentially could have changed the game a little, but Nate takes the L. That's a tough one. It's always tough when you don't start those guys. Uh, but looking back, it's always your vision is always twenty twenty. Looking back on those. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you don't know until the game's over. <laughs> That's how it works. Absolutely. Otherwise, you'd be uh, undefeated in the champion. That was yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, Next uh, next matchup we got here, Chris versus Chuck. Uh, Chuck scored the most points of the week this week. Uh, but, Chris, honestly, I have a feeling you're going to get a W soon. So, uh, keep your head up. Uh, the final score there was 161.56 to 105.82. Yeah, Chris, I think it's coming soon. Uh, Justin Herbert looks like a really good pickup. He's an exciting rookie to watch. He's got a big arm. Um, I was really hoping the Chargers would beat the Saints. They just didn't quite get it done. Um, I'm glad to see the guys that I traded to Chris play really well. Jacob scored twice, and Lamb is a big play guy. Um, hopefully that'll stay the same with uh, Dak going out. And then we all got to wonder, uh, where was Scotty Miller? Did he did he suit up? Did he play? No one knows. He had a fat goose egg. Uh, when you look at Chuck's team, another big week, 161 points. And we got to give a shout-out to Chuck. He's probably made the short-term fab move of the season, picking up Mike Davis. He's the ninth-ranked running back right now. And I know all the Panthers fans in this league, um, they see him run, and they, they think, man, I'm glad I'm not trying to tackle him because he runs mean, he runs nasty, he's really fun to watch. It'll be interesting to see how the Panthers use him once McCaffrey comes back. Um, Gurley is also playing well for Chuck. He's scoring touchdowns, which makes him really valuable. And then, uh, I still don't – He's Chuck has proven us wrong here. Fitzpatrick, he's doing it again. Another week, another good week for him. As the Dolphins surprised the Niners, uh, the trade is for looking solid for Chuck right now. Absolutely. Fitzpatrick for Chuck put up some points. Uh, Robert Berger put up some points for me. I think we're both happy with that. Mike Davis might be running away with that running back job in the future in Carolina. I don't know. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> uh, in our next matchup this week, another really tight one, uh, a final score here that came down to the Tuesday night game. I don't think I've ever said that before. Um, as, as hard as I tried to stir up some con controversy over that Tuesday night game, uh, they still decided to play it, even though I kind of advised them not to. Uh, Dan the Weatherman pulled it out um, with a, a really close victory there uh, versus the big talking lax. And honestly, I don't think this is uh, Dan's last victory of the year. 
No, I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, it is it is impressive that he came out with the W, considering uh, Jarrett Jer- McKinnon, Amari Cooper, Dalton Scholes, and John Brown combined for a whopping 5.7 points. Uh, pretty, it's pretty impressive that he got the win. Uh, A.J. Brown looks back. I'm sure he's pumped about that. And then when you look at his bench, I mean, he's got Newton and Michael Thomas on the bench. This team is probably one you don't want to sleep on, I would say. Then when you look at Lax, uh, everybody's wondering, who is Mooney and why did you start him? The only Mooney we know is our commissioner, and that's the only one we care about. Um, I don't really know what was going through Lax's mind there. And now his team is named after him, so he must know something we really don't know. Another question I have, AJ Green. Why is he rostered? He's trash. He's way past it. It sucks to say, but drop him, Lax. It's time. Um, also, Allen's worst game of the season. It was coming, Josh Allen. Uh, he's not running the ball like he used to, which probably will diminish his value if he doesn't you know, start picking that up going further into the season. Absolutely. Um, uh, good showing by – or uh, not a good showing by Kittle there, not what you're used to seeing from him. No. Um, I'm Lax is probably hoping for some more points from Kittle in the future as well. Yes, it's not usual. Um, I guess they had the injury to Jimmy G that might have thrown things off during the game. Um, yeah. But I'm sure Kittle will be fine. I'm, we probably don't need to worry about him too much. Everybody has a bad game now and then. Absolutely. Uh, and then our, our last match of the week, we're going to go over in our recaps here. Uh, Bernard Price, this was the podcast matchup of the year. Uh, Bernard Price versus uh, Lick here. The final there was 140.56. The one hundred six point two four. Honestly, look, I, your teams didn't wake up for the first half of the one o'clock games, and they kind of dug themselves in the hole there, and never were really able to get out of it. Um, looking at my team here, I'm I'm pretty happy with how the points keep spreading out across my team. There's nobody that's really I have to lean on week in and week out. Uh, Mixon, you know, is doing enough to uh, be a RB one, RB two. Uh, I'm happy with my pickup with Robinson. Uh, Fuller, as, as long as he's not injured, he's good to go. And then, of course, I, I think Thielen's still the number one wide receiver in the league right now. So I'm happy to have him. And then, even though I missed out on those six points from um, uh, Fitzmagic, uh, I'm happy to have Roethlisberger on the, in the lineup as well. And then next week, the Joneses come back, hopefully. We'll see when Julio comes back. But I'm looking forward to finally being able to start doing my lineup sometime. Yeah, I didn't realize Thielen was the number one receiver. Uh, that's pretty impressive. I had no idea. Um, but, yeah, looking at my team, Burrow, worst game of his career. Probably will be the worst game of his career. Um, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, he's averaging 19.6 touches a game, and he still only scored once. It's got to change. I know Bell. They just brought in Le'Veon Bell. He, lo- he looks terrible, I'll be honest. And if you've seen him play for the Jets, he doesn't look good. They may want to use him as short yardage or something. We'll see. Um, I, I'm loving having Zeke now. Uh, other than that, I mean, Juju is really disappointing. I, I'm going to talk to you, Mooney, since you own Ben. Can you tell him to throw Juju the ball so he can do his TikTok dances in the end zone, please? That would be lovely. I, I'm okay with that. I don't know. Claypool just came out of nowhere last week, and they ran with him too much. I, I want uh, him to be throwing those touchdowns, honestly. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Juju's their best receiver. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, loving the pickup from Crowder. Crowder's playing well for me. Uh, hopefully he can keep it up. 
But yeah, I still my team just doesn't really score. So I think the four and one is a little uh, misleading. <laughs> <laughs> well, for now you're still up there at the top of the league. Um, so we'll see what happens moving forward here. Um, getting into these waivers, I mean, there were some pretty interesting waiver moves here um, this week. Last week was a little down week on the waivers. This week it definitely spiked back up, um, especially with bye weeks coming in here to play now. Um, Claypool obviously went number one there, 102. Uh, had two people bid 102 there, so we had our first tie of the week on uh, one of the big players. Uh, Daddy's demise got him. It's such uh, a random number, too, 102. Uh, the fact that, that's, that they tied is crazy to me. Yeah, I, yeah. you might want to play the uh, the 3D chess there and bet 103 since the league name is 102. You know, I, that probably is what it was. I, I didn't think about that. That's crazy. <laughs> what do you think the future holds for Claypool this year? I mean, Deontay Johnson can't stay healthy, so they're going to have to use him, right? I mean, he looks really good. Uh, what, he scored three touchdowns? That's, I mean, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's, he's, big, he's big, he's fast. Um, maybe could he be like DK Metcalf? We'll see. That'll be interesting. Um, Deontay Johnson might be the Will Fuller, the 2019 Will Fuller. He might. He's valuable when he's playing, but he gets injured so yeah, far. Very true. Uh, Daddy's demise spent up $51 on Andy Dalton. Uh, Henry Riggs, uh, Henry Ruggs here, who I, I, I'm not mistaken is on a bye week this week, uh, went to Laxer. Yes, he is on a bye. Then that'll be uh, it's it's tough to stack guys, but I mean if he's worth it, then he's worth it. You know, you got to spend a, a bench spot on him. He only had two catches in the he game may- against Kansas City, <laughs> but they were huge. I'll say that. They were big. They were big. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders went to uh, Dennis. Uh, for $25. Philip Lindsay went to Gay Price for $21. Uh, T.Y. Hilton showing back up on a lineup here for $7. I hope he treats you well, uh, Daddy. I don't miss him for a second. <laughs> uh, Travis Fulgham here went to Hulk Hogan on Wa- Logan Waffleman, who's Chuck. Uh, Gasecki for seven dollars went to Lick. Are you, you excited about that pickup uh, there? It was a necessity since Hunter Henry was on by. I didn't. I had, I had no idea what to put. So I'm yeah. I'm glad that I got them. They play the Jets this weekend, so that's a good matchup. Should be a good matchup there. Uh, AP going to Logan. Um, I got an injury alert about AP earlier. I didn't open it up, but we'll see how that works out in Detroit there. Um, and then finally, Brandon Cooks went to you again for $5, even though there was a $35 bid on him from Lax, but he ended up with Henry Ruggs instead. Uh, Brandon Cooks has been tough. I had him in a uh, what? I had him in another league. He had zero points. I dropped him. Then he went off. And of course, I didn't get him back, unfortunately. I'm going to bank on the fact that the coaching change is going to help him. That, that's, that's, I'm, I'm holding my breath and I'm crossing my fingers for that, Tim come to fruition if he could become my fourth receiver or something i would like that not a bad idea you always got to look out for those coaching changes and what uh, extra points they can bring along with them uh jumping into the standings here a quick run through and then we're going to go through our power rankings um still undefeated this year five and oh i think uh, i have not scored the most points i think that actually belongs oh no it's, it's you no, 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 it is me. Sorry, yeah. 732 points. 
Uh, five and zero. Oh, then we've got our three teams at four and one. We've got Gabe Price, Charm City, Darnells, and Lit rounding out two, three, and four. Uh, then we've got our three and two teams here: uh, Daddy's Demise, Chuck at six. So you've got Nate and Chuck rounding out the playoff teams currently. Uh, Clovid just sitting right there on the outside at three and two. Uh, they've also scored 647 points, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, you've got 69 Daddy, who still is just falling down the rankings right now for two and zero start. Uh, Dennis uh, coming in at number nine, Dan at ten. Both of them getting their first wins this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then Chris and Logan rounding at the bottom. Logan scoring a paltry 474 points so far this season. Um, for our for our power rankings here, I tell you what, Lick, let's talk about our top four that we have here right now. Uh, unanimous, unanimously, we have Bernard Price at number one. Uh, Charm City Darnells have a 2-2, and our mystery ranker ranked them at three to come in second. Uh, Daddy's Demise all over the place here with a three, a five, and a two ranking to come in at third. Uh, and then closely right behind him, uh, Gabe Price at four, three, and four, come in fourth. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on this top four and their shots at a ship this year? Uh, they look pretty good. Um, I think the the variability with Nate's team might be the trade. You're not we're not really sure how to rank them because we haven't seen them all in action together. Um, that could be the the reason for that. There, I still think. I mean, as of now, yeah, you've got the best team. I hate to say it on air, but I think you do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all these teams are going to have a good shot. It'll be interesting to see, you know, who can get that coveted first-round bye. That's always important when it comes to the playoffs. Um, they, all these teams right now, they still have a chance at that, though. Absolutely. Um, and I'm the one that actually ranked Nate at five. And the only reason why – it's actually not that I think his team is fifth-place ranked. It's really that I just think the other teams right above him kind of squeezed him out there. Um with Lax and, and Gay Price. Um, our next squad here, the next four are going to be five and six, who are going to be the top two playoffs, and then seven and eight here. So we've got Lit coming in at, at five, Clovid at six, uh, Chuck at seven, and then 69 Daddy down here at eight. Um, that middle of the group there, it's very tight, especially with uh, Super Cam. Uh, Clovid and Chuck. That's a tight brew right there. It is. And, you know, they're going to be fighting for playoffs. Uh, that's going to come down. It'll probably come down to the last week. I feel like it does every year. Um, any wins you can get, I mean, they're going to they're gonna go a long way. And I know there's going to be a lot of uh, variability coming up with buys still and uh, all the COVID stuff. I mean, you don't even know if certain games are going to happen. Teams are shutting down facilities every day, it seems like. But those are yeah, I, that those teams are you know really well matched in my eyes. Absolutely, I think honestly those top what uh, seven, eight teams in the league right there are really going to be fighting it out for uh, playoff spots and first round buys. It, it could really come down to anybody yeah, there right I, now. I see it in like three to four tiers in this league as of right now. I agree. I agree. Uh, looking at our, our fourth tier here. Uh, Team Nowinski moved up in the power rankings from uh, 10 to 9 this week uh, with a win. Uh, Dennis also got a win this week, but he moved down from uh, 9 to 10. <laughs> uh, Chris coming in at unanimous 11 and uh, Logan coming in at 12 across the board. 
Yeah, not not much change there on the bottom. Um. <laughs> just that, just Dan moving up a little bit, and Dennis, even though he finally started a, a full lineup, moved well, down in power know, ranking. If, if, if he had won a couple more, I'm sure he'd be up higher. Uh, but like I said, Daniel's team. I don't know why I just said Daniel. I never call him Daniel. Um, he's got he's got some pieces, and and once they finally, if Michael Thomas can ever get on the field, he's going to have a good receiver out there. I mean, he's going to have a good team. Uh, it might just be a little late on the start, but you know, there's still six, seven weeks to go. It's it's going to be a fun six or For seven sure. weeks. Yeah. I think we've kept him on the line here long enough. Uh, I want to introduce our guests tonight. Uh, we've got two great guests here. Some call them Thunder and Lightning. Others call them Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary. Uh, but we just call them Chloe. Uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Chloe. How's it going over there? Thanks for having us. Oh, man. It's a party. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> is, that, is that copyrighted? Nope. <laughs> I don't know if enough people are listening for it to matter. Let me, uh, I'm going to start this <laughs> off just for you guys. Oh, nice. What are you drinking over there, Joe? I'm a Bud Light boy through and through. There we go. What about you, Clan? Are you drinking anything tonight? Clint, the Clint Meister, is he there? Yeah, I think he, he was uh he was hitting the black tar pretty hard tonight, so he may black in and out on us. <laughs> Sounds like an Fair enough. thing. Well Yeah, it does oh yikes. <laughs> well your matchup this week, Joey, was uh somewhat of a blowout here. Uh Logan only scored eighty points. Uh you guys scored almost hundred and fifty points, uh second most points in the league this week. Uh, really showed out across the board. Everybody there except for Hardman putting up good points for you. Yeah, uh, we we kind of got screwed with the whole Jerry Judy Denver situation game getting pushbacks. So we had to make a last minute pickup. You know, maybe better off just keeping Judy and playing nobody because when you're playing Logan, you can kind of afford that. Um, so didn't really turn out in our favor, but uh, we still got a big W. Put some points on the board. We're only four points out of the playoffs right now. So. It's working out pretty good for us. You guys are sitting right there on the seven, seven, six line. So you're right in the mix, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try everything we can. It, it's tough with two owners. You know, you have brains and brawn here, but uh, there's still a disconnect, brains. especially when you're four hours away. Um, so <laughs> we're doing what we can. Jack. Clint, how do you enjoy uh, being a co-owner with Joey? It's nice. I get to do a little bit of the trash talking. Joey does most of the work, so works out pretty well for me. Um, if we ever come in last place, not very likely, but uh, get double the fun in Sacco. And we'll if say that's the, first, the biggest which will advantage. probably happen this year, double the income, or half the income. <laughs> double it. Yeah, so for the two of us, we – we really don't ever want to win because we'd be greedy and keep all the money, but we definitely don't want to lose either. So that's why we're all right middle of the pack. It's kind of a good deal for 102 because uh, you guys split the split the prize but have to do double the Sacco. So I think we're we're on the good side of that deal here. Really hoping to get on a Greyhound bus one day. 
You know you can do that without <laughs> losing. You can just do it if you want. Yeah, but then you it's weird if we show It's weird if we show up to a Greyhound station handcuffed together just like normally. <laughs> Wait, you guys, that's not how you guys usually travel? No, typically it's uh, only the Chinese sometimes. handcuffs, but it's around our dicks. <laughs> you got you have special pair of jeans for that? Yeah, it's the button fly one, so you can just leave the middle button undone. <laughs> oh, man. This is uh, – it, it seems like you've got some great team yeah, chemistry over there. We really love each other. <laughs> Unlike uh, Logan's team, and specifically Jimmy Garoppolo, who with negative points. Logan has had two quarterbacks now score negative points, if I'm not mistaken. He had uh, Cousins, too. Again, if you look at the website, Logan has two owners, Logan Primo and Logan Primo, and Chris Cronenwetter and Christopher (laughs) Cronenwetter on his squad. So we're not the only one or two-owner team. That's fair. They, I guess they've got some clones out there oh, working for them. I didn't know that. I learned something new today. <laughs> they they each had lost access to their old emails. That's both five. Yeah. Their co-owners are sabotaging the team. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Out of the Why bother? <laughs> Why bother? <laughs> you know? Waffles no more. Well, next week you guys are uh, – who are you guys playing next week? Uh, Team Nowinski. That's going to be a fun – what are you thinking about that matchup? Well, uh, it won't be a Winski for him that week. Yeah, we, we're playing one Winski. Um, I think that's as many as he's had over the last three seasons. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot to worry about. I mean, we're playing the two-time Sacco, the only two-time Sacco. Uh, much love to Weatherman. You know, he's a, a great guy, but he's not a great fantasy footballer. He does have A.J. Brown back this week. Is that where you at all? Mm, not really. Um, I like the confidence. See. I mean, <laughs> Michael Thomas just out here. I mean, he's on by, so we don't have to worry about him. We wouldn't anyways. He'd probably hit Sean Payton or somebody in practice this week. <laughs> um, you know. Looking at his team, it's not a whole lot to worry about. Projections are just a number. Um, Lax knows that well with Dan last week. Oh. Um, <laughs> Shots everywhere. I'm, I love it. Let it spray. Yeah. Light him up. So is that a guarantee that I hear over there? Is that a guarantee? No, no, we're not our lock. I'll, I'll wait till we get to our lock of the week. Okay. Oh, man. Well, let me – before we get into some projections, let me just run through the matchups next week so everybody's on the same page here. Um, I'm going to be facing Laxer, 5-0, 4-1. That'll be a, a tight matchup. Projectors score a lot of points there. Uh, Dennis and 69 Daddy, that'll be interesting. One team trending up, one team trending down. Uh, Gay Price and Lit, 4-1, uh, 4-1 there. It's going to be an interesting uh, matchup of the cams. Uh, Daddy's demise and why bother? Uh, Nate kind of trending up there. Chris just uh, treading water down there at eleven. Uh, Chuck and Logan H- Hogan on Logan's uh, waffles. I think is the name of this team right now. Uh, that'll be a, an interesting one. We'll see if Logan can uh, ride his ship this week. And, and then as we just recapped a little bit, uh, Team Nowinski versus Clovin nineteen one four three two. 
Uh, both of those teams kind of trending up right now. So it'll be interesting to see that matchup. Um, real actually, um, you know, guys, I've been hearing some rumors. I don't know if these are true or not. I heard that hurricane, uh, that, that weatherman Dan was out tracking hurricane Delta and Laura. I've also heard some other, other stories that he's been out Ben's drinking with John Casey and a couple of the other kickers. So either way, um, I just got a note that he's calling in right now. So uh, let's check in with Dan, the weatherman. How's it going, Dan? Thanks, Bernard. My, my, my. I don't know about y'all, but it's been flat out gorgeous in my neck of the woods. Sunshine, blue skies, nice breeze, wind streak. I could go on and on. But let's get to this weekend's local forecast on the cams. Championship franchises going head-to-head, 4-1 records on the line. The fab money has been spent, folks. They're each itching for a win, but the rest of the league is hoping somehow they both lose. Expect these managers to be on the couch from morning to night which is a shame, seeing that it'll be a sunny, very nice 69 degrees in the triangle on Sunday. They can watch Red Zone all they want, but there's a better chance for rain this weekend than seeing either Locke or Burrow in the end zone. Most likely going to see low scores. I'm expecting Cam to squeeze out a win. Hurricanes were the top for last week's report. We'll focus on the aftermath this week because I don't think a team has seen more destruction and devastation than Logan's has. Week after week, we watch as he attempts to rebuild from the waivers only for the levees to break again. Our thoughts are with him as we'll watch this shipwreck of a season wash up on the coast of Wilmington Sunday for his matchup against Chuck. It's not all bad, though. A nice 75 degrees and sunshine expected for Wilmington. Surf report looking poor, however. We only got one to two foot waves rolling in. Chuck may not be riding waves Sunday, but I have faith he'll be riding high before and after this win. This is Weatherman Dan, and that's the weather report. All right. Thanks a lot, Dan. We really re- appreciate that recap of the weather there. Um, we'll see if those kickers turn out well this week. Uh, this week, we've got some predictions. I'm going to jump it off here. Uh, my game to watch this week uh, is going to be lax and myself. Uh, I don't like to pick myself as games to watch, but honestly, 5-0, 4-1, I think there's going to be some big talk in the group meet this week. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, lock of the week for me is actually going to be Rector over – uh, Dennis, I think Rector is going to right the ship this week uh, and get that turned back around towards a, a playoff spot. Uh, what about what about you, Joey? You got any projections this yeah, week? Yes, so I think the the tightest game, uh, just based off looking at it right now, um, tightest game is going to be sixty nine Daddy versus Pointy Gardner, whatever the hell Dennis's name is. <laughs> um, right now, it, it's. <laughs> A five point three point difference, and you know, classic Dennis history repeats itself. Only has eight guys to play this week. Um, 
not sure what his reasoning there is. It looks like he's going to have to draw he doesn't somebody have a, out. Yeah, he That'll doesn't be, have a running back. He's gonna have to pick he doesn't have an extra back. running back, so he, we know back. Dennis doesn't trade. He doesn't know how to do the waiver, so that'll be a tight one. Hey, that's not um, true. He did his first waiver wire this week. We all saw it. It we'll, was very impressive. We'll give him a little bit of credit, but my lock of the week is going to be – I forgot who it was, but it's whoever's playing Logan. Um, I think that's just ride or die the whole season. <laughs> Looks like it's it's going to be Chuck, That's and Chuck. Chuck's already slated to crush him just in projection. So that one won't be close. Logan really strokes to just crack a hundred every week. Fair enough. That's uh, it's easy to pick a lock of the week against Logan every week at this point. You might if you could bet that line in Vegas, you, you might yeah, as well run that thing. Get get a few pins. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any projections for the week? What was it? It was me. Oh, me? You got any big yeah, projections for this week? Um, yeah. Rector over Dennis. Kimlick over Nicholson. Nate definitely over Chris. His team's about as garbage as Logan's. Um, <laughs> I'll give Mooney the win because Lax is going to talk shit the whole week. Um, Chuck, he's my lock of the week. And... If I had to do a second lock of the week, it'd be us over Dan, but uh, I'll stick with Chuck over Logan as my lock of the week. There you go. That's that's two on Chuck. Chuck uh, might be getting a little the bit juju worried. The juju is real. I mean, it could, it could come back to haunt him. Juju ain't real for the your podcast, team. Uh, you're, you're right. Hey-o. You're damn right. <laughs> he was garbage last year. <laughs> All right, Lick, what about um, you? Bring on the projections. All this shit talk from y'all. I think I might have to choose Dan on my lock here. <laughs> Dan on the lock of the week. Book it. I like it. Book it. Dan's getting the W. He, he's got a two-game win streak. Watch it. Let's see. Um, oh, my God. Definitely like Logan uh, to lose. Um. <laughs> Nicholson <laughs> wants to bet me, I think, Not with uh, the signing of Le'Veon Bell. I'm, I'm here for it. Shoot me a text, Niche. Give me a call. I'm down to bet. I'm feeling confident about that. Uh, game to watch, obviously, Bernard and Charm City Darnell's. I still don't understand this Darnell's obsession. He just – I don't know. He just – he loves Darnell. It's the same way. It's the same thing with Flax's obsession last year with Buddy Jewel. I don't. Yeah, just you know, I don't know. But that's a big game to watch. Uh, you know, two two of the top couple teams going at it. A uh, lot on the line there. Um, looking forward to it. Another week. What's better than NFL? Raising. Amen. Amen. Well, guys. It's going to be a big week six. There's going to be a lot of moves this week. Uh, any final parting words from anybody yeah, before we sign off? If you don't mind. First off, I'd, uh, I'd like to make an apology yeah. to somebody that I made a tasteless picture about in group me. No hard feelings. I'll throw you a meat plate to make up for it. You know who you are. Speaking of meat, everybody loves my meat. Give Big Joe Smoke Show on Instagram a follow. Uh, you know, some big things coming from that, so – Absolutely. I love going over there and checking out the Instagram on uh, at Big Joe Smoke Show on Instagram uh, and also getting some of this merch here. My uh, beers 
stay you nice and cold this whole podcast. And your arms could stay warm too with the purchase of his long sleeve shirt. That's Ooh, true. Link in my Instagram bio. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get Fancy. in there before Thanks. the uh, deadline. All right, fellas. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Well, uh, I think that's it yeah. for us. Uh, happy Friday tomorrow, boys. We out. Tuna fish.